So I didn't get to watch the Washington Lynx preseason game on television. What did I miss, Cheryl? What are you finding out about your team right now? Um, you know, I think probably more than anything, the what every team would say is the details aren't quite there yet. Um, we we were fine when we're half court or when it's a more controlled scrimmage, but when it goes up and down a few times, you start to have lapses, and so that's just the next layer of a team's development. And so that was really illuminating for us. And I thought it was good for us as we you know, got back to work today. Uh, you know, you've had great players. You've won championships with great players. You haven't always been able to, you know, manage the departures. You know, obviously you didn't know Maya was, I mean, you know, everything's, every player has had a different situation. How important is it to you to have, to be able to celebrate Sill's final season and, uh, and, you know, to actually be able to title it, call it Sill's final ride and actually, you know, bring it to the people. Yeah. And I think that was probably a, a probably a pretty big reason why I still wanted to come back is she recognized that the franchise hasn't necessarily always had exactly as you described the ability to celebrate, you know, the end. Some were abrupt and uh, others, you know, were later in the season, like a Lindsay Whalen. Um, and so this is our first one that is kind of going, hey, I know this is going to be it. And let, let's, you know, whatever you want to do. Great. And so it gives us a chance to celebrate still as you said and, and i just think it'll be really fun for our fans and is there anything you can tell us about that process at this point or is it going to be a series of surprises is it going to be you know are there going to be i mean i don't what's it going to look like or do you know at this point well i only know that we we flew down to miami to talk with sill about things that we wanted to do for her and so i think there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes that uh people are putting some ideas together and they've, they've been hard at work on those ideas and um, you know, just along the way and, and coupled with uh, when, when the sales on the road as well and visiting places for the final time. So there's a lot that's going into it, a lot of thought. And but frankly, once the season, once we get underway, so and I are focused on, you know, just trying to be successful on the court and let everybody else uh, kind of take take those reins. And and uh, Syl will kick and scream the whole way. But but <laughs> I told her she has to be has to be a willing participate participant in everything that we do. Uh, and it looks, sounds like she looked pretty good in the in against Washington. Yeah, not bad. Uh, <laughs> she played 15 minutes, and um, you know, which you won't see very often. Um, but we played her in the first half, and uh, you know, she was 16 and eight, and and I'm sure there's a block shot in there. Um, but but what was most impressive about the 16 was we didn't run a single play for her, and that's kind of the messaging to Sill is that. You know, we don't want to be a team that's just focused on throwing the ball inside the silks. It's hard for everyone when that happens. And so uh, I was actually really thrilled and the ways in which still scored her points and, and obviously as efficient as she was. With a player of her stature at this point in her career, uh, are, is everything kind of maintenance or are you still introducing new wrinkles or new ideas to her game? Yeah, believe it or not, um, you know, in her final year, I'm I'm asking her to do some things that we hadn't really done before, <laughs> uh, for, because it's for the good of the team, um, and and you know we got to be we got to be balanced, and so in an effort to make Sills, you know, final season as successful uh, as it can be, we believe that the path is to be balanced, and still trust that she will get uh, her shots and her opportunities, and still is the best player on our team. And so as, as a coach, you want to make sure that that is uh, the feature and it will be, uh, but we've spent more time working on uh, ways to score when it's not going to sell uh, so that we can, 
you know, cause we know what to do to get Sil the ball. <laughs> we know what to do and it's the other stuff. And so Sil's taking on different role, uh, in, in terms of, um, how we're involving the other people, you know, she'll always be involved in a screen and roll when we can. Uh, Sil, Sil has such great gravity, uh, wherever she is, you know, if you stick her out in the corner, somebody's going to go stand with her, uh, not because you're afraid she's going to shoot, but you're afraid that, you know, she's going to put it down and go around you or she's going to get an offensive rebound. She just has great gravity. So we're trying to find ways to, to use that to our advantage. This is the Cheryl Reeve show. She's Cheryl Reeve, general manager and coach of the Minnesota Lynx, also the coach of Team USA. Uh, it's just a blast that we have the uh, WNBA season coming up now. This is going to be the show is going to be so, so much fun to do this year. Uh, thanks to our producer Brandon Morton. I'm Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune. This is TalkNorth.com. You can find all the shows at TalkNorth.com. We recommend subscribing to your favorite podcast app. It is free. It is easy. Thank you to all our sponsors. I'll get to them here shortly. Uh, also, I'd like to welcome Brian Burdett, our newest full-time employee at Talk North. She's going to be a great asset. She does an excellent job. Uh, welcome to her and. Um, and thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. We do appreciate it. How is uh, Demiris Dantas' health, and what are the prospects for her this season? Uh, well, Demiris is still in the midst of uh, the rehabilitation uh, from not so much the, the initial injury, the Liz Frank uh, fracture, uh, but it's what happens afterwards. And Alicia, Alicia Clark, you know, same thing in Washington. Uh, Alicia's still trying to, to get back. I'm not sure if she'll be there opening day or not, but it takes time. You know, there's other things that happen um, – when you talk about something in the foot as an athlete, that that's, it's pretty challenging. And, uh, we are managing Demiris as best we can, um, know that she's working really, really hard. And, you know, we have some, some target dates, uh, but it also depends on, you know, that those few days you know, of work that you do and how does it go? Are you on, on track or, you know, is it better or is it something that needs to slow down? So, those stress reactions are, are um, you know, can be pretty fragile, and you don't want to get behind in managing those. You want to try to, to stay ahead, if you will. And so we're trying to make sure that we do that with Demira so that when she gets back on the floor, um, that, that she's 100%. You know, reading basketball Twitter during one of these many playoff games, uh, somebody was saying that they think that there are a lot more leg injuries in modern basketball because the the footwear is so good and so secure and and grips so well that you know you can you can make these explosive movements that might not be best for your long-term health whereas when you're wearing you know Chuck Taylors or something you almost had to kind of you know <laughs> you knew that your foot was going to go right through the 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 canvas if you broke too hard it, it, right. you, do you buy into that at all I haven't heard that and no I I I don't um I don't know whether I buy it. I haven't studied it. <laughs> I haven't spent a lot of time. It's not something our trainers brought to us with any level of concern. Um, so, I mean, it could be true, but I haven't seen the studies. <laughs> interesting theory. Yeah, I don't know if there is a study. It's just more of a theory. Or I a theory. Throw it at yeah. you. Yes. Twitter's um, a good place to find theories. Oh, man, you can find all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Fascinating stuff. Uh, now, with you preparing for uh, the regular season opener, May 6th, uh, are you doing much with Team USA right now, or is that a little bit on the back burner? Uh, actually, we, we have um, periodic uh, meetings with the committee. Uh, the next task that, that the committee is faced with is selecting a coaching staff. So, you know, we'll, we'll have those kind of conversations, and they're getting they're prepared to um, announce that soon so that everyone can plan. 
uh, for what lies ahead. So that that's been where our focus is right now. And, uh, and then, you know, once we get that established, it'll just be, uh, more about the logistics of what we do in September. Um, you know, when, when we do things and who are we going to play and, you know, as far as the, the friendlies and that sort of thing. So it's more, you know, more the behind the scenes stuff that's going on right now, as opposed to anything with the players. Sure. Any other health concerns right now? How's Clarendon doing? Uh, Clarendon was able to participate uh, in today's practice. We just we just had a moment with Lasia, just like we, we talked about with Tamir, is that the stress reactions, you know, are, are not something we want to get behind on. And Lasia was was uh, you know she's a great communicator, and so you know they recognize that hey, you know, there's a little bit more soreness I hadn't been feeling. You know, I had been feeling great. That was the feedback after most of our work. Uh, and then just maybe, you know, had, had like overnight, you know, kind of like where you go, okay, this, I'm a little bit sore right now and I haven't, haven't felt this. And so wisely brought it to the attention of, of Chuck and Brandy. And, and uh, we just, Chuck is really good and he's going, it doesn't make sense for us to do anything here in Washington until we can get back and get the imaging to ensure that, you know, the baseline that we know exists for Lasia's uh, situation, uh, we have to make sure that we're still there and that there's not been any, you know, intensity increase of, you know, that, that, um, that stress reaction. So, so we were able to get confirmation of that and, and we had language back on the floor. And by the way, just for a reference, we are recording on Friday night before the Timberwolves play game six. Cheryl's going to that game. I might be in Memphis on Sunday. We'll talk more about the Wolves uh, when we know a little bit more what their situation is. And what's up with uh, Thea? Is she hanging around the team? Is she going to be off or on her own this season? What, what's going to happen with her? Well, uh, Fee right now is in a no-travel uh, situation prior to, um, you know, kind of like the last last phase of her pregnancy. And, mm-hmm. and, and then obviously post-pregnancy we'll have some similar – uh, restrictions, you know, before, uh, before baby can fly, you know, um, I'm sure Fee will want to, you know, stay with, with baby as long as possible. Um, and then, you know, she'll get back to us as soon as she can. What will McBride, uh, I saw something the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was. When does McBride come back and, and when will she be ready to play for you? Well, she'll be ready to play as soon as she gets back that I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just like she did last year. I think she showed up, uh, yep. you know, <laughs> and got right into the game. Um, so it looks like it won't be anything different than, than this season. Um, other than this season, she will actually miss games. And we are hopeful that the, uh, the, the Turkish league schedule in their playoffs, that there, there's some consideration, I think, around, uh, shortening the time in between games. Um, and you know, we're, we're just monitoring the situation, uh, cause it could be anywhere from, you know, four games to worst case scenarios, you know, eight or nine games type thing. Um, you know, we, we do think it's going to be on the shorter end as opposed to the longer end, but you just never know because they don't, you know, they'll change something a week before in terms of their schedule. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things you just got to stay in touch with KMAC and, and just monitor as things go. And as soon as she can get back, she'll get back. You have anybody else who might not make uh, opening day? Uh, with it, no, not with any, uh, other than the ones you, that you've talked about, obviously fee, fee won't be there opening day and, you know, KMAC won't be there opening day. And, uh, you know, it's for us. So I think we talked about the replacement player situation. We'll, we'll have a couple of replacement players as we open the season. Thanks as always to Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? 
Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. I also want to thank my realtor, Cara Quinn. I've told you so much about Cara over the years. Uh, you know, Minneapolis realtor, Minneapolis St. Paul realtor. You can find her at CaraQuinnRealtor.com. You can find her at VibeMN.com, the realty uh, over on Selby Avenue in St. Paul. I, I'm just going to tell you something very different today. Uh, our housing search, uh, we're closing in. And, you know, I just, I'll put it this way if Cara can deal with me, she can do wonders for you. Right, Brandon? Anybody who can deal with me is going to just, I mean, she's going to have, She not only would she do great work for you, she would really enjoy working with you because you're not me. I, it, you know, I've been a complete pain in the butt and she's just been the most gracious, uh, accessible, uh, friendly, nice person you can possibly deal with. I just don't have very much tolerance for people who aren't that way. Uh, and Cara's the best. She's the best. CaraQuinnRealtor.com. Uh, I'll go back to telling you more conventional stuff about her next week. All I can tell you is if you're looking for a house, selling, buying, advising, decorating, interior decorating, Cara is the right person to reach out to. CaraQuinnRealtor.com. Also want to thank Gloria Ramsey, our friend at Successful Marketing Group, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. Ideal for smaller and medium-sized businesses that want personalized service. And thank you to All Energy Solar. I want to tell you about that solar energy. Uh, as a home improvement project, solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. It can pay back 100% of the installation cost within eight years, plus a system from all energy solar can even pay back more than 300% of its cost over its lifetime, and you can save even more if you install soon. It's just that stuff. It's one of those things that the sooner you do it, the more you will reap the benefits. Learn how you can make the switch at allenergysolar.com. Uh, and thanks also to our friends at TSR Injury Law, TS, 612-TSR-TIME, 612-TSR-TIME. You probably see Steve Terry sitting side, uh, courtside at some of these Timberwolves games. He has been a, a great person to work with. Uh, even if he wasn't sponsoring our shows, he's the kind of guy I would want to talk basketball with. We have him on our shows to talk basketball. The John Krasinski Show, he's been on my show, Blocked and Muted. Uh, he's this cool guy. If you ever are injured, we don't want you to have to call anybody. But if you need to call somebody, 612-TSR-TIME. So ESPN.com ran their top 25 WNBA players uh, for the preseason. Of course, I don't take this stuff too seriously. It's just good conversation fodder. They had Sill at number four and McBride at number 25. You have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I mean, with, with Sill, obviously that's where she belongs. You know, clearly clearly a top five player, so I'm happy about that. Uh, I did not see the piece, <laughs> so I would need to know who's who's between four and 25 uh, to be able to give you an answer on the, right. on the Kayla McBride one. But um, – but I, I'm like you, you know, we don't really, we don't really use those sort of things to you know, sure. kind of define what we think. Uh, w- one thing I've also seen from a lot of WNBA supporters is there, there are, there's some frustration among fans uh, that just not many preseason games are, uh, are televised. Is that a concern yeah. of yours? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. I think you, you have a, a very fast changing underserved market. And, you know, we've got to be, 
I, I think you know, we have a lot of things that we're working on, and I think that's kind of what's happening here is we have a lot of things that we're working on that might be a little bit bigger picture. Um, but there are some, you know, there are some ways that we hold our own selves back. You have, you have a thirst for the product and, you know, like how can we put summer league games on, uh, in the NBA Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and and of course, so anything that the NBA is doing whenever, you know, it's, I mean, we said this even before with ESPN, even, you know, like Bronny, you know, we we were Mm going to have any, any, you know, a high school game or, um, and I think that, you know, that's, that's always a miss with us. I think that, you know, when you have an NBA TV, when you have that sort of network, um, certainly there would be ways – these games are being played early in the day. Surely there would be some outlet that, that would be interested uh, in some way. Sometimes the challenge is where we're playing the games. Um, the, you know, the, historically, we've been, you know, a league that might move the game around. Uh, for example, we, you know, we would go to Rochester – uh, we've done that before. We have to kind of bring our our product to new fan bases, that sort of thing. So there is a little bit of that at play here. Uh, but I think the games that are being played and in facilities that um, are capable, it sure would be nice to to be able to consume it in some way visually because people are really interested. They are, and people are not interested in the USFL, and yet all the USFL games are on television. I don't think it's going to last very long. I think that league is going to fold, but uh, here you have a rising league. and Well, we've, we've talked about it a million times. It's silly. I also thought it was really interesting that uh, that women's gymnastics, the NCAA championships, uh, were, got shoved earlier in the day. They ended up getting better ratings than a lot of the hockey games that were played That's later right. in the day. That's right, yeah. That's right. I, I can't remember if we've talked since the Big Ten decided to bring – uh, it's tournament to Minneapolis. Um, but, we have not. Okay. Uh, well, I, I thought that was a really – I ended up writing a piece a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, this is a great basketball town. It's proving that it it's is. a great basketball town. And uh, I'm, I'm not really surprised that Kevin Warren, you know, what, keeping an eye on the Final Four, the success of the Final That's Four right. here, knowing what Minneapolis is like, I'm just not surprised at all that Kevin Warren would make this happen. That's exactly right. Um, couldn't agree more. And and obviously the, the show that we – we put on for the final four and made it a very easy, easy decision. Uh, so obviously that'll, that'll be exciting to be able to, uh, you know, for me a little bit selfishly, you know, to have a scouting um, opportunity right there in front of us to have an entire tournament right here in Minneapolis. Pretty excited about it. Oh, I'm, and I'm excited about it for exactly, you know, exactly the same professional reasons. I get to go down to target center and watch and cover those games. Just, you know, we just don't travel that much to, to big 10 tournaments anymore. Like we used to. So it'll be a, it'll be, Perfect for me, so I, I can't wait, uh, both men's and women's. Um, have you heard about the sports bra sports bars? I have. I have. I, we, we've yeah. talked about those, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think there's one in Oregon. I'm not sure exactly how far flung they are yet, but, uh, but man, that, that would be no pun a, intended. Huh? No pun intended. Although, okay, let's say pun intended. Let's pretend I was that, that clever. Uh, I, I'd be fascinated to see, you know, how that business does. It sounds like a great idea. I think it's a great idea. It's exciting. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I wish that we were closer, uh, that we'd be able to, you know, to make a trip, but I've, I've heard nothing but fun things about it. And obviously we're, you know, we're, we're, we're pulling for its success. Another odd, well, not an odd story, but a, a story that just hit me today that I found today. Uh, Angel McCautry is believed to be the first woman to own part of a men's pro basketball team. She's invested with Ilan Bernays in France. Uh-huh. Do you know anything about that? I don't. I read the same thing you read. Okay. All right. Sounds <laughs> and cool. And if you know anything about Angel, that's pretty That's pretty on par. Um, you know, Angel dabbles in a lot of things. Angel owns 
owns a horse. I think I'm, I'm not sure if it's in the Derby or there, there's something there, but so angels in a lot of things. And, uh, um, uh, like I'm not surprised at all uh, that they would be, the angel would be, um, you know, attached to, uh, ownership of a team. Not at all. And how's she doing? Doing well, progressing, progressing. Um, it's not only challenging to be trying to get yourself in good enough shape, uh, to compete at a high level. Cause that's what this league is. And then on top of that, throw in that you have new teammates, new coaches, new expectations of what you're supposed to be doing. And so that's, that's pretty challenging. And so I think angels handled all that. Well, uh, it was really good to see her in the game and kind of see exactly where she was at, how long she can go. Um, you know, what does she bring to the table? X and O wise. Um, and she just great instincts, great, just great instincts. And I think the, the further we get and the more in shape she gets and the stronger she gets and the lateral movement, um, she's, she's going to be just fine. And I was, selfishly, you know, writers, we don't like just good athletes. We like good athletes who are interesting to talk to. She's going to be a blast to have around. Uh-huh. <laughs> no question about that. All right. Well, enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for the time, Cheryl. Hopefully we'll get together for a season preview next week. And uh, thanks to everyone who listens to TalkNorth.com.